Today's episode is sponsored by More Labs. More Labs offers vegan and gluten-free supplements with proven ingredients to help you fight everyday stressors. Hangovers can be rough. Morning recovery is designed to reduce the negative effects after drinking and boost your body's natural response to post-alcohol recovery. Aqua Plus Probiotics and Aqua Plus Immunity are hydration mix options to help with gut health or immune health. Lacking energy? Check out Liquid Focus, a better-for-you energy drink that's designed to boost focus and provide clean, smooth energy. Sleep is the key to the best version of yourself, so try Dream Well, a holistic shot made to help you fall asleep quickly and give you a better night's rest. Can't decide? The Life Hack Pack is a variety pack containing their morning recovery, liquid focus, and dream well. Use the code GJWT to get 20% off when you check out at morelabs.com. That's GJWT at morelabs.com. Welcome back, everybody. Today's episode, we will be discussing our 2020 holiday plans, our Christmas wish lists, and answering lots of listener questions. Hello, everyone. I'm Diana. And I'm Naomi. And this is Girls Just Want to Thrive. It's a lifestyle podcast where we talk to women who are thriving not only in their careers, but in life. We'll discuss current and relevant topics in beauty, wellness, dating and relationships, and self-care. We would love for you to join our new community for uplifting women from all walks of life. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to be the first to hear new episodes every week. All right, so starting off with 2020 holiday plans, we're going to be talking about all things Christmas and New Year's related. So first, we're going to talk about what our typical Christmas plans are. And I think we've kind of touched on this in the last episode, but we can just go more into detail on it now. Yeah, usually for Christmas, I have one of my cousins and her family over and we usually open gifts with the little one and Mm -hmm. watch football and play movies in the background and also have like ham and whatever other random stuff we have collard greens all that good stuff but this year it'll be just the household but we'll still have the same foods and still watch movies since it's on the friday there's no football Mm -hmm. kind of a bummer but probably a good thing. (laughs) And yeah, just the household. Yeah. My fiance and I, we typically go down to Florida to visit my family since we tend to take like a longer vacation time during Christmas. And that just works out especially well when we want to drive down and when we're bringing our dog. We usually spend Christmas Eve with my aunt and my cousins where we eat, like I've mentioned before, Chinese food. We exchange gifts and we either watch Christmas movies, like typically The Grinch, 
or play games as a large group. And we tend to do that through the Amazon Fire Stick. They have a Jackbox game set where you can all use your phones as like the controllers and submit your answers and responses through there. And it's just a way to keep a large group entertained while also having them be on their phones at the same time, rather than trying to play a game where they're not using their phones. Yeah. <laughs> it tends to work out a lot better from our experience. Uh, and then we spend Christmas Day with immediate family. And I don't know if I've ever mentioned it before on the podcast, but my parents are divorced and they're remarried. So we tend to hit up both locations on Christmas Day or go to one location on Christmas Day and then do like a repeat Christmas Day on the day after Christmas at the other family's house. But try to hit up both spots if we can and if they're both in town. Uh, This year, we're planning on going towards the coast of South Carolina to visit my fiance's parents. Um, So it'll just be very close, tight-knit, little getaway, especially since we didn't get to uh, meet up during Thanksgiving like we typically do. But for my immediate family, we'll plan to do some sort of virtual call or FaceTime or some way of catching up and maybe opening up some gifts while on the phone or on FaceTime. I don't know, some way of trying to be more interactive and engaged. But yeah, that's about it. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I will definitely FaceTime my family after I've like woken up a little bit. I don't even know if I'll wake up early on Christmas. I'm not really excited for a specific gift or anything. So I, when I was younger, I would get up probably the earliest I've ever gotten up for <laughs> anything. Yeah. So, but um, as I get older, I'm like, no, sleep is more important. See, and I still think I get that little kid tendency and that I'm so eager that I want to get the maximum amount of that day, of that holiday done. So I like to wake up early, even if I'm not doing anything. I don't know. I just get so like, excited Excited. and I can't sleep in (laughs) so I still got that little kid in me I guess yeah it's still exciting even amidst the pandemic but yeah it definitely puts a little bit of a damper on it and that I feel like I'm building up a lot of hype and excitement and I got to be realistic with myself and know that it's not going to be this big grandiose vacation or trip it's not going to be like it typically is and I just need to be realistic with myself but I'm still excited to open gifts and such yeah that is the best part yeah for New Year's Mm -hmm. I plan on probably taking it like any other day (laughs) to be honest (laughs) I usually don't really care for New Year's that much like I'm happy to start a new year a new chapter but nothing really grand happening. Mm -hmm. I don't usually do New Year's resolutions, really. I have goals that I set, but Mm -hmm. I don't like to put a time frame on goals, really, because that makes me more frustrated and a little bit antsy. Right. So definitely not doing a typical New Year's again because of the pandemic. But I would have gone to the movies to see a new movie. What is it? I don't know what movie I would see. Oh, you just just mean you would go to see one? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Like I did the second Horrible Bosses one Mm -hmm. year. Yeah. And then I did, I forget what other movie I did, but I've done that twice before. And then this year, I don't know if I'll watch a new movie or maybe start a new book. I don't know. It's all up in the air. Yeah, yeah. No, but that's fun to 
go and see a movie on New Year's. I never even thought of doing that. Yeah. But no one's really doing that nowadays. I mean, yes, definitely not. Movie releases that. are now just from the comfort of your home. So yeah. it's not as big of a hoopla. As yeah. I want to see a new movie, but I don't know what movie to see. Like nothing's really caught my eye other yeah. than maybe A Promising Young Woman, I think it's called. But that's about this girl who basically tricks men into taking her home with them and she pretends to be drunk yes yes i and just it's saw this really trailer. like a revenge tour but i don't know too much about it but that seems interesting so i may want to see that but i don't know if it's specifically going to be for new years <laughs> or just something i watch eventually so we'll see no right. plans as of right now yeah that's okay you don't have to watch anything that's specific to new years it could just be a new release that's yeah fine. But yes, I, I have seen the trailer for that. I still don't fully understand what the movie is. Right. But I still think I'm going to personally check it out. Yeah. New Year's plans for this year for me really don't have anything planned. We may, and I'm saying like loosely may, get an Airbnb in the mountains just to like escape from the chaos and have like so into the mountains you're crazy i i am i I shouldn't say i hate nature but i'm just not a nature person at all i love sunsets and i love just like appreciating the beauty of nature and that no one's like really touching it and it's just like beautiful as is right i don't know and i and it's like a photography haven to go into Mm -hmm. the mountains because yes it is beautiful scenery uh, what the heck was I going to say? Oh, you're talking then- about the mountains. <laughs> Sorry, guys, my mind just went to the mountains. I got mount- <laughs> mountain brain. But yeah, we'll probably just do like some celebratory night in if we do end up going and getting an Airbnb. But nothing major. Yeah, I definitely prefer to stay in unless I'm going with like a big group of people. And I don't think I've ever really done that either because when we would like go out, it was Mm -hmm. back in school, but we had practice like the day after. So no one wants to be hungover the day before practice. At least I didn't want to. I can't speak for everyone. (laughs) But yes, so I definitely prefer to stay in if I had to choose and just pick a movie and maybe do a vision board and go from there. What about you? Typically, I like doing something for me, mm-hmm. whether that's going out somewhere or having like a group get together to ring in the new year and to celebrate. I would say that I'm like an extroverted introvert and in that I thoroughly enjoy being alone with my cats. But at the same time, I also like getting together with friends and like having some drinks and doing some sort of activity, whether it's watching movies or playing games or whatever it is. But I really can't remember the last time that I just stayed in for New Year's. I like just stayed in alone or just me and my fiance, like just stayed in. I I can't remember it. It it may date back to like maybe, I think like pre-college was the last time that I've stayed in my household and just like casually watched the ball drop. Right. Yeah. Which is so weird to think like 10 years ago was the last time I just lounged in pajamas and watched the ball drop. 
Now you said you're an extroverted introvert. Mm -hmm. I see you as more of an extrovert, actually. Really? More so than me. I'm such a huge introvert that everyone else seems like an extrovert. I guess I just get really awkward around new people. And Mm -hmm. I'm not as eager to like chat with them. And maybe that's why I think I'm an introvert. I mean, I can make do if I'm in awkward scenarios and make it seem like I'm all peppy, but deep right. down, I'm like, please just let me like sit here and scroll on my phone. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Now for new years, there are lots of different like traditions or things that are out there that some people like to do. Do you have any like traditions that you do for new years? Hell no. <laughs> I, I don't really like, have any either. Yeah, I just uh I I feel like people take it too seriously. Like everyone's in a rush to get the year over with, but I'm like it's still going to kind of suck cuz <laughs> the vaccine's not going to be distributed um throughout the country. <laughs> I'm just saying that it's not changing the year's not going to make it any better. The second half of the year maybe might be better since if COVID stops, but as of right now, I don't see it. No, that's definitely fair. I'm just trying to be a realist. (laughs) Yes. Realist. Absolutely. Yeah. I definitely don't have any traditions other than I like to dress up in like a cute outfit or something that I may not normally wear. Like I try to at least go a little bit out of my comfort zone, whether it's wearing like a glittery crop top or a sequined skirt, like something that you really would not wear any other time during the year other than maybe like a holiday party. Um, I know that there are different like New Year's foods that are linked to like good luck or have other meanings like black eyed peas and lentils are big that people eat those on New Year's. And I've had some friends in the past that eat those every New Year's without fail. Wow. Yeah, I don't do anything like that. I think we'll order Chinese food. I think that's the only somewhat tradition we do. But other than that, there's nothing set in stone that we do. Yeah, it would be interesting to hear if any of you listeners have some like unique New Year's traditions or things that you often do on New Year's. I would just be curious to see because like like we both mentioned, we, we don't really do anything that crazy yes. or that repetitive on New Year's. So it would just be nice to hear. Now, let's get into our Christmas wish list. I'm so excited. Yes, yes. I love making lists. Like, it just makes me feel organized and like Mm. I have my shit together, even though I very much do not. There's Um, just something about bulleting or numbering, like, sentences and items. It just, ugh. Especially when it's a list for people to buy you, yeah, <laughs> buy items for you. Everybody <laughs> should love that. <laughs> yeah. So let me think. Um, on my Christmas list, it was mainly clothes. I think it was like sets. Like I need pajamas. Like I'm trying to get out of the college t-shirt. Yes. And- booty short pajamas (laughs) and trying to be more sets and something with better material and that will last. Although I still like the t-shirt and shorts, just not like with my college on it. Like I'm not a groupie. I just want something (laughs) that's maybe plain or says something different on it or no association with school or any 
organization. I relate to that one so hard because I I find myself defaulting to all those freebie college shirts that I got and wearing like our old gymnastics Adidas pants or whatever. But now trying like you can still have those. Like I still have some like cute jogger pants, but like you said, wearing something that's like a little bit different for the top. I often have like shirts from Colorado or Canada or mm-hmm. mountain towns where I've gotten t-shirts that'll wear those with the joggers. But yes, I agree. I also had like cute or matching pajama sets. I'm just trying to get a little bit more like coordinated and a little bit more like classy with my sleepwear. I don't know. Just looking less like a bum. Yeah, I'm trying to mature my style yeah. a little bit more and just be more have an aesthetic more. Yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking as well. This might be a TMI question, but are you the type that wears like matching underwear and bra or do you mix and match? No, I definitely mix and match because bras tend to be expensive and just matching it all the time. Like that would be like a thousand dollars right there. Yes. No, I agree. I'm, I'm the type to where I have like four bras and then like 25 pairs of underwear or something so then I'm just rotating out the bottoms but I was just curious because I know that a lot of girls that do match their undergarments tend to also wear matching pajama sets so there's definitely a connection there yeah I would like to but I I just don't see it realistically needing that many bras and plus I've been wearing more sports bras lately Mm -hmm. yes um so got it okay necessary back to your list what's the next kind of chunk of items that you have on there um i had a lip gloss from pat mcgrath lab she's probably my favorite makeup even though she's a bit pricey but well worth the money and all of her stuff is so pigmented like the eyeshadows are very nice the lip liners are good Mm -hmm. my favorite product of hers are the lip glosses like I was never really a lip gloss person until I bought one of hers and so I had that on the list and then I had a like lunchbox looking serum bag it's mm-hmm. for skincare from one of our guests that we had on the show a little bit ago and um yeah I like that a lot and I'm really excited to get that and then just random stuff from like urban outfitters right things here and there yep yep I love the bath and body works like car scents mm-hmm. so without a doubt those are on my list like year after year so that's just a given another thing that's always going to be on my list and that has probably been on every basic bitches list or every like young girls list at some point it's just fuzzy socks I mean yes I wear those every night to bed and I walk around in them and I I I don't take them off when I like walk outside to take the dog out to go to the bathroom so they get wear and tear on them like no other so I always ask for fuzzy socks trying to get some more like staple clothing items yes I, I think they these tend to be on my list no matter what also it's just like black leggings and jackets Mm -hmm. because I tend to default to the same comfy ass jacket that's not cute like literally right now I'm wearing like a mountain trails running (laughs) windbreaker jacket like it is not cute guys but it's functional but trying to get some more like cutesier looking jackets that are yes, still functional. something more stylish and something trendy more stylish, yes and then black leggings like you can never have enough of those so like those are a must always yeah. have them on there 
uh, my cats are like my children. So I always have some sort of cat-related item on the list. You know what's weird is that I don't ever put dog-related items on there, but I always put cats. Hmm. Do you feel like your dog, Gracie, wouldn't play with or wouldn't dress up as much as maybe you would for the cats? She doesn't like to dress up, and she doesn't necessarily play with toys. So that's probably why I don't have stuff on her list. Yeah, I was going to say, Gracie doesn't seem like the type of dog that, like, She's actually part cat, so. (laughs) She likes to lounge around, get pet by humans, and, like, throw shade and judgment at, like, people watching stuff. Like, that's just what she does. She just (laughs) lounges back and judges you. (laughs) But I have on my list this year is a new, like, cat tower where they have a little, like, cubbies and play area. Mm -hmm. And my thinking is that by having a new tower – Rather than maintaining the tower that we have with only one cat scent, since I have two cats, um, the tower that we have right now came from the latest adopted cat. Um, So it has a lot of his scent on it, but not so much of the other one. My thought is that maybe if we get a new tower that doesn't have either one of their scents, they might be like both more incentivized to play on the tower and use it rather than just one dominating it. Yeah. Uh, So that's just my thought. And then, With getting older, I have, like, some not-so-fun items on my list, but they're, like, necessary and highly functional. So one of them being, like, a deep-cleaning vacuum shampooer. Boring. Uh, I know, boring, but I have three pets, so it's it's absolutely functional. And then another one being a countertop ice top, or, whoa, whoa, I'm getting too excited about this one. A countertop ice maker. We don't we don't have an ice maker in our freezer. Oh, so yeah. anytime that we need ice, we have to go and get a bag of ice from the gas station. So like this is going to be huge to have it. Like we're going to be living like the rich people. Living having large. ice. Oh my gosh. I'm just so excited. But so both of those are going to get hell a lot of use out of it, but not as exciting as items on my list from like when I was younger. <laughs> now, what about any gifts that you would buy for yourself for Christmas? Like a treat yourself Christmas gift. I have um, a pair of Nike Air Force One low slash off white black and white sneakers. Oh, they look so good! Oh my gosh, they do. She's showing me a picture right now, guys. You can't see it, but it is slick. Yes, I when I saw them, I was like, There was another pair I want, but the price wasn't going down. I was like, I don't know if it's realistic to even save this anymore, but this price keeps getting closer to what I can bid on it and what I'm willing to pay for it. Mm -hmm. So we'll see if I get it or not, but they're so amazing. Oh, awesome. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. Stuff that I've kind of bought for myself, but they still haven't come in yet. And who knows, they might not come until like February at this rate. (laughs) Shipping is just so far behind from some of these like larger clothing and shops or whatever. Uh, But I got a couple more of Levi's jeans, but I got them from Urban this time. Or they got like a little bit of edginess or a little bit of difference to them versus Mm -hmm. like the plain generic Levi's that I got from Amazon. So I got those And then I also got some, a little bit of like higher-ish end of skincare products. Yes. Um, They're actually on FabFitFun. 
they were having a rather large sale. So I got some like Sunday Riley products and and a couple of other ones that were like 50% off. And they're ones that I've always wanted, but no way in hell am I going to pay the standard price for it. So when I saw it, I was thinking, this is my sign. This is my calling. That'll be the little treat yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And another thing I actually got um, through, I think, Afterpay I did, Mm -hmm. but it's from the Selkie website. Selkie website. Um, They do dresses and like kind of more girly stuff. And you know me, I'm not very girly. I'm more sporty-ish. But um, they had this beautiful baby doll yellow dress. And I was like, I have to have this. I don't know (laughs) where I'm going to wear this, but it's going to be like my little black dress. Um, Perfect. In the closet. But it's definitely a statement piece that I could take out like every special occasion because you need a special occasion dress and a couple outfits. But you really do. Yeah. That's exciting. Now I just have to wait for COVID to go away to wear it out and about. I know. (laughs) So we've mentioned our Christmas list for like now. How does your Christmas list compare to like when you're younger? So it could either be like your childhood or like your early adulthood, college time frame. Like how does your list compare? I think earlier I was more into so stupid into labels like I was very like oh my gosh I need this coach this oh my gosh I need this Mark Jacobs that and I was definitely into the fads of like well this one's not really fad but there's a trend going around of really having a nice chunky watch yes a really nice watch not like a Rolex or anything but everyone was getting yeah everyone was getting Michael Kors this was a couple years ago but I wanted that trend but Mm -hmm. I wasn't doing Michael Kors because they're a little too girly for me yes so I went with a different one and that was something that was a big purchase Mm -hmm. so I definitely want more stuff, but like not as high price rather than one big gift. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Looking back on like what my wish lists were and quite frankly, I never really wrote down lists. I just Mm -hmm. like would kind of come across things and say, Oh, I like that. And would just hope that like my parents would remember, but I was really big on having like the hottest and latest trends and more specifically towards like gadgets Yeah, I was very big on wanting to upgrade from like one iPod to another or upgrading from one fitness watch to the other. And now I'm realizing like, you you can't keep up with that. There's so many new gadgets that come out every three months. Like it is just not sustainable to do that. So trying to choose one item of a gadget that I think is going to withhold its time Use it until it really croaks and then moving on to the next one. Uh, But I was just really big on wanting the latest and greatest. And I would have the latest and greatest. And then six months later, something new would come out. And then I'd like hate the item that I had, even though we're perfectly fine. Uh, But I think that's just because we're like so impressionable when we're younger. Mm -hmm. And thinking back to like my college time frame, I don't even think I 
made lists. I don't even think I told like family members what I wanted. I don't even remember what I got quite often. Yeah, it's hard to remember back that far. Yeah, but I can remember things that I got from my childhood and living at home. But Mm -hmm. in college, it's like a black hole. I have no idea what I got for gifts. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else, but I forgot. Oh, now gifts that you think would be good for other people. I'm going to say AirPod Pros because it depends on who the person is. Like if you're close with them, obviously, but if you're not close with them, then don't spend that much money on someone. Right. But if they're really into music like we are and they listen to music all the time or they commute to work and they take public transportation, I would highly suggest those. They are just very compact and they're kind of easy to lose, but not really. If you get a case, it should be fine, but they just work so well. You get that noise cancellation. The music (laughs) sounds so crisp. I highly recommend. Yeah. And even just the regular AirPods. Right. AirPods, because they're so discounted now since newer ones are coming out. I feel like it's just a great gift for any age. Yeah. I mean, if you're getting any gifts for like ladies in your life, anything that's like spa or pampering related is always going to be a win. And that could be like face masks or bath bombs or robes, fuzzy socks, things like that. I mean, they're going to love those. I suggest subscription services too, depending on who the person is like say they're into like reading do book of the month club do like the first three months you buy or the first month you buy and then they can keep up with it if they want to or just disregard it and then there's like fab fit fun like you mentioned earlier that you can do or there's lots of um subscription services you can look for That's very true. And that's something that I never think of when it comes to gifts. I never think of doing a subscription service or like on FabFitFun, you can buy a box for someone. Like you don't have to have the whole subscription. You can just buy like that one month or one quarter's items. But that is a great, great option. (laughs) Thank you for bringing that one up. (laughs) Damn it. Why didn't I do it (laughs) this year? (laughs) Oh, well. All right. So we've got quite a few listener questions to answer. Mm -hmm. The first one that we have, I am personally dealing with anxiety due to my stress and high workload as 2020 comes to an end. What are anxiety reducing tasks or tricks that you do and could share? Well, I 1000 million quadrillion percent agree with what you're going through as I'm going through this as well. The end of a work year is extremely stressful with all the pressure that comes from like your company to get things knocked out before 2020 wraps. Um, Some things that I've done to try to reduce my anxiety levels is just making a list, but breaking it down into categories based on the length of time it may take to like accomplish the task. So for example, I may have one task that I know will take the entire morning, but then I have a few tasks I, I could knock out in the afternoon. So then I've knocked out four tasks that day rather than trying to get all of the quick and easy ones done in one day and then dreading on all of like the longer tasks. Um, 
also using like the time blocking method. It just Yeah, keeps, I was going to suggest that. It keeps you accountable and focused on the tasks that you're working on and you just get like the satisfaction of completing that task and then like moving on to the other one. It's like more mm-hmm. evidence that you've completed it. I also like to reward myself after completing a task. So whether it's watching like a YouTube video or taking like a five to 10 minute nap or rest, it makes a big difference and acts as a reset before moving on to like your next item. Uh, As you all know, I'm absolutely huge fan of baths and I found, (laughs) (laughs) okay, guys, did you think we're going to make it through an entire episode without me mentioning a bath? Like, come on now. But lately that's been just like, the best way to relax and calm myself down after a long day. During the day, if I find myself about to break down, I'll play something soothing, like some soothing music, close my eyes and just focus on taking like really deep breaths and just focus on your breathing. Sometimes even just let out a really good cry and that can do a lot of, a lot of good. Yeah. I would um, suggest taking breaks, definitely, especially um, in between completing tasks. Like, don't go straight into another thing. Like, take five minutes. You can scroll through social media or check your personal emails or, like you said, watch a YouTube video. That's what I like to do. And then also listening to music while you work. It can be something more soothing, but I like to listen to whatever gets my mood uplifted. So a little mm-hmm. bit of pump up music, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's another thing you can do. And then having a self-care routine, whether like it's in the morning or at night, do something that is for yourself, whether it's skincare, reading a book, drinking a hot cup of tea, do something like that before or when you end your day. And it's something you can look forward to. Yes, absolutely. Next question is, do you have any tips on building relationships with your significant other's family? Um, It depends what their, not love language, but what I guess love language, like you can give them like a gift when you're first meeting them or just make great conversation or find out what their interests are and then talk about that and make it them the main focus, I would say. Like don't talk about yourself so much and then you can build a relationship like that. Yeah. And I would say that it's different for like every significant other's family. Yeah, it is. Family's different. But I would say probably if you're going in for like the first time, maybe lay low a little bit and try to remain like present in conversations and try to be engaging. And then as you build that relationship and you're visiting with them more frequently, um, then you'll get more comfortable and you'll open up more. And that's when you can start uh, giving gifts with them and participating in activities, whether it's cooking or decorating the house or whatever it may be. Um, It just becomes a little bit less awkward. I definitely know that I was very awkward (laughs) first meeting my fiance's family and not very talkative. I was just too afraid to say or do anything that may be offensive. So then I was being very reserved. But over the time of getting to know them and realizing like they're not going to 
judge me based on anything that I say and go to my fiance and say, she's whack. You need to cut her out of your life. It's not like a, a movie where, yeah. where it's super dramatic like that. It's They want the best for their child. And if they see that you're contributing to making them happy and you're engaging with their family and being nice and friendly, then that goes a long way. It really does. Yeah, I agree. Okay, next question we have. What advice do you ladies have for dyeing hair at home or should I just avoid it overall? Avoid it, please avoid <laughs> it. I think you should avoid it and see a professional. It may cost a lot, like I paid for dyeing my hair or getting it colored um, a lighter, more honey blonde color. And I can't imagine doing that at home and it coming out like this. Like, I think it would have been so fucked up that <laughs> it would have been like irreparable or something. So definitely see a professional, I suggest. Yeah. I mean, if you're saying dying hair, like you're meaning like fully dying it and not highlighting, then hopefully you're only dying it like one or two shades different from what your hair is currently. Right. Because if you're trying to do any extreme color change or if you're trying to do like at-home balayage, no, it's yeah. not going to work. And also do research on the different dyes that are out there as some tend to lean more towards like pinky hues, some tend to lean more towards golden. And so just doing that research and reading reviews on the dyes that are out there. So I'm a blonde. And back when I was in high school, I used to box dye my hair and very quickly learned that certain brands made my hair a strawberry blonde and other ones made my hair like yellow, like straw. Like, <laughs> yeah. Neither one were what I was going for. And I think I had this ideal of being like this ashy, icy blonde, even not platinum, but still having like this coolness effect. And knowing that that's not going to be achievable at home, unless you are going to like a Sally's salon and you're actually getting all of the proper professional dye, yes professional level dyeing materials if you're getting any box dyes it's very risky yeah it's going to do a box dye do semi-permanent or the gloss like they have gloss dyes those are definitely more forgiving uh but definitely the safest is just to go to a professional and get it done because yeah like, they're gonna do a better job than you they can see the back of your head you can't Yes. <laughs> and even if you have a friend or a sibling or a family member that's helping you out, like really, unless they're a professional, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Yes. Remember and everyone did that in school. <laughs> they were like, oh, I ha let's have my teammate dye my hair. I'm like, why? Yeah. There are people why? that go to school and are trained and certified in this. So why not let them do it? I mean, if you're wanting to do like a little bit at home just to experiment, sure. But just realize that it may go completely haywire and your hair may turn orange. Yeah, moral of the story, <laughs> see a professional. Yeah. All right, tips on how to avoid eating out all the time. Any recipes welcomed? Oh. Grocery shop 
recipes. So look up recipes that interest you. My favorite is Pinterest, or I have actually a Betty Crocker cookbook that I've had from college and still keep. And they have lots of good recipes. So I definitely see recipes. I like maybe two or three and then shop those items and then make enough so there's leftovers. And then it'll feel like you're eating out because you didn't cook every night. Right. Yeah, I definitely struggle with this and that it's so easy to just go out and pick up something and bring it back to your house. And you know, it's going to be flavorful and delicious. And you don't have to slave in the kitchen to try to get it done. But Uh, it's hella expensive. It is. I mean, think about the average price of your meal whenever you're out ordering and then think of how much groceries cost. Like, uh, groceries are definitely cheaper. Yes. Um, I would say to try to find ways to buy items in bulk if you can and looking up recipes that will incorporate that like main item in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're getting a whole bunch of chicken breasts. You're not going to want to make all those chicken breasts exactly one way with the exact same side to where you're having the same meal for a week. But you can find ways in which you can make like subtle twists um, on those recipes to make it different enough to where you're not necessarily feeling like you're having leftovers every night, but you don't have to go through and make a whole new meal each evening. So try yeah. to get like more mileage out of your um, grocery purchases. And I'm still struggling with this. I mean, I have definitely fallen into like a comfort zone of items that I make and trying to branch out of those is very difficult for me. And I try to go about a new recipe and it may go haywire. And then I revert right back to the older recipes. And then I'm stuck with having the same item for a week. Um, But I would just say, like Diana mentioned, go on Pinterest, get some recipes where you're getting like more mileage or um, maybe doing like some weekly meal planning or something to where you're incorporating different enough meals during the week, but with like the same items. Yeah, and I also suggest meal prep services like HelloFresh or Blue Apron. You can try that out. They always have good deals if you have a promo code, so it won't be too expensive for you to just try it out once or twice. But they have really good recipes, and you can keep the ingredients. Well, obviously, the menu. The menu I meant. (laughs) Yes, you can keep the recipes and just keep remaking them. But those are definitely fun to try as well. Yeah. And they give you, like, you can order items on there that you wouldn't necessarily think of making. So, like, if you're scared to make, like, a pork dish or a fish dish, then you can order those through those food services and they make it very simplified on how to cook it. And if you have success with that, then it should be less daunting for making those items going forward. Yes. Okay. What are your thoughts on how to handle the holidays without being directly around loved ones? FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've mentioned this a couple of times in that like virtual is the way to go. And I would say communication in general is just key. And that could be whether it's video chatting or it could just be simply through like group texting throughout the day and sending pictures if you're not wanting to do and dedicate a time in which you're all sitting down in front of a camera or computer screen. You can just shoot over pictures and all that funny stuff. Yes. Needing some gifts as options for significant others. Um, for a man, I would suggest 
maybe a really nice designer wallet. Oh, okay. That yep. could be a nice gift or some small leather good that they'll use. I think a wallet is the most practical one. Yeah. Um, it's something nice, good quality. They're not like, depending on your budget, they're not like thousands of dollars depending right. on the designer, but they're a couple hundred dollars. And if there's your significant other, they're going to be worth the money or they should be. So <laughs> yeah. yes, so definitely that. And then for a girl, that's can go so many ways. <laughs> can. Um, I always like really nice fine jewelry. So either a pair of earrings or a necklace, but mm -hmm. Or maybe the ring. But other than that, I would say a pair of earrings is like the safe place to go. Yeah, I feel like I tend to buy gifts that maybe touch on all or at least one of these categories, whether it's a funny or an inside joke, mm -hmm. um, sentimental, or a wow or a bigger gift that they may not be expecting. So like you mentioned, kind of splurging out on something that's a little bit more of like a sturdy, sustainable item rather than like a fast fashion or trendy item. Yeah. So on some of those is definitely a, a great gift because you don't often buy that stuff for yourself. Um, and it's just a nice gift. Like you could get them a nice coat and that could go either way for males or females. Mm -hmm. a nice coat. You mentioned small leather goods. Absolutely. That could go either way for males or females too. Yes. But yeah, I often find that my gifts may cross over those categories and that the sentimental may also be like a funny inside gift. But I think incorporating something sentimental is definitely key for a relationship. Yeah. Not just buying things, having some sort of meaning behind at least one of the things. Agreed. Okay. And our last listener question, and guys, this is the last question that we have for season one yeah it's know that we can't travel currently but trying to see the light at the end of this covid tunnel preach it sister what are some of the best places to travel to and do you have any plans post-pandemic life london england you should go there i was gonna say i haven't done as much like international traveling or really as much like bigger trips as diana has <laughs> Yeah, I would suggest London because they speak the same language. It's a nice different city to see. And people are pretty friendly for the most part. It's easy, easy to travel through. And it's just a great place. There's lots of shopping you can do. You can do lots of sightseeing, which is should be your main goal, sightseeing. I think it's very um, interesting to see the different architectures mm -hmm. and statues and stuff like that yeah absolutely and i would say go to canada and that's just because i have a love for banff canada you know it's just it's beautiful in the summertime it's beautiful in like the late winter early springtime frame i mean seeing the crystal blue glacier melt it's just it's amazing to see like these massive glaciers that are there but again like we mentioned earlier, I like the nature side of things. So I'm a huge fan of visiting any place that has like mountains or mountainous locations. Um, but you can also do that with like local spots. They're great for like smaller trips or weekend trips and take a whole lot less planning compared to like an international trip. Yeah, I think post 
COVID, I'll probably be moving cross country. But mm. if I were to go internationally, I think it would be back to London just because I wanted to go again the following year I went and wasn't able to. So that would probably be the first place to go. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I haven't even really thought about like larger trips post-COVID because I don't even know when post-COVID is going to be. So yeah. it's like, is it going to be in the wintertime where you're going to be doing some outdoor activities or skiing or something? Or is it going to be summertime frame where you want to go and visit someplace tropical? I just can't even think out that far right now. You have to. You have to think about your honeymoon too. Yeah. I still don't even know. Oh my gosh. Hey, we got, I got time. I got time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's at the end of our Q&A and the end of this episode. What is the quote of the day? Be patient with yourself. Nothing in nature blooms all year. So true. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and share our podcast. Everything will be linked in the show notes below. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Peace.